0: Okay, we've made it to where all these migratory paths are made. Um, Different um, cities flourished because they were trading posts. Um, We've gone through lots of religious... um, mythology, theology etc. being created, this has led to um, a lust, power, greed um, kind of insertion where spirituality once existed, um, kind of a cohesiveness with, with nature, understanding that the creator, source, and our spirit we're all connected and re- relied on each other. And we had to rely on each other as brother and sister, as people, um, to help ensure not only our survival, but the survival of our children and, and our environment in which we lived. So, you know, this... Is not really new. We're really kind of actually behind where what science deemed primitive society actually was. They were really much more advanced. Um, I guess you'll say um, pineal gland wise. Than what we are. But we can thank a lot of. um, Bio and chemo weapons for that. That's just the reality. Is of the world in which we live. Um, Everyone will get into decalcifying. And all that kind of stuff later. Um, Let's just get through this process. Um, This is when we start to see. Like Genghis Khan. And His. His. You know excursions, and you see the Persians um King Tut faced what would be a, a war against what is only documented as sea people that lasted for twenty years. They just showed up in ships um in the harbors and declared war on on the country. Um, it lasted for 20 years, and they disappeared just as quickly as they came. So, um, there being, um, this kind of inserted assumption as to, like, who were the first great explorers and conquerors of the sea and all that kind of stuff, we are severely misguided. Um, we've already talked about Mansaun. um... There were there were tribes that were not white that really really conquered the CM um, look up Mr. Caffey um, he ran what would amount to um a Freedman relocation in which he only hired aboriginal and freed uh, slaves to work For his shipping company. um, And he would try to take the freed slaves. Back to what he had deemed was a safe area. Back in Africa. But what he didn't realize. Was that the East India Trading Company. Had kind of already infiltrated this area. um, Inserted a lot of corruption. uh, And this began. What we are taught. As the slave trade. Um, beginning, and and the myth of, of Africans selling Africans, um, that's not really at all, at all how it went down, like, at all. Um, what went on was something completely <laughs> fucking different, but you don't get told that story. You get told, like, what fits um, their guilt. And when I say they, I mean, you know, the powers behind the curtain, the ominous they, whoever they is, you know, it's like watching the Wizard of Oz. You don't really know who's behind the curtain, but you know somebody's back there because everything that you're seeing going on is, is, you know, a bunch of sleight of hand shit. Um, pay attention. Like I said, um. The founder of Chicago, he's a guy that just kind of pops up out of nowhere and has no history. Um, there's no history. There's like no no history of this man who just shows up and magically takes um, what is f- controlled by a rather large tribe. They're second in size to the Cherokee. Um, uh, they control all of the Great Lakes and all of their watersheds, including the Mississippi, um, La Platte, etc. Um, the founder of Chicago would show up and just magically take all of this area. Um, and so would a gentleman, um, who you see, uh, cities and universities named after, um, by the name of LaSalle, um, Cavalier LaSalle, make sure that you, um, look into him, he was, um, a Freemason, um, a lot of these guys were, a lot of these guys are Freemasons, the term New World, um, meant something entirely different than what we're told that it meant, um, those are just the facts. They, they love everything in plain sight because they believe that, one, you are, are too naive to see it. If you do see it, the term conspiracy theorist and agnostic and atheist and all, you know, there's a million other terms that get thrown at you for your way of thinking, even though it's all kind of fact-based, like, here's the proof. Um, Tell me how this is not correct information. But that cognitive dissonance doesn't want to let go of that being the way that things are, because that's been told to you every day for eight hours a day, for 20-something years. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, it's really some some dirty deeds that went on that we have to consider when we look at things. Um, Andrew Jackson, like I spoke of earlier, like, The man made his fortune off of the backs of slaves. Well, what we know now is a lot of these slaves were not necessarily from Africa. These were captured Americans, Aboriginal Americans, who were groomed and taught generationally That if they spoke, their tongues would be burnt out. So they learned to live in silence. And when you learn to live in silence and you don't tell your story and you don't tell your history or your ancestry anymore, um, you start to become whatever story that you are told that you are. Um, This is called indoctrination or institutionalization. Um, It's the same thing. It's the whole purpose of schooling. Um, If you want to know the origin of schooling in America, I would suggest um, looking up schools like the Carlisle School. Um, It's now a big uh, Army post. It shouldn't be, in my opinion, speaking as... um, an aboriginal descendant. I don't think that the government should own the property, but that's my opinion. Um, Knowing the stories that go on, um, you can catch a lot of it on YouTube. I would suggest Amazon and a film package uh, about the Trail of Tears and the Cherokee Nation. And um, it's a whole box set. Um, get it, uh, especially if you have any aboriginal blood, even a drop in you, um, it's, it's going to explain a lot of, of the emotion and ties that you feel to things. Um, it's going to make you cry. I mean, I'll just tell you, it's going to make you cry. You're going to have a tough time making it through it. Um, they would line these children up, um. If they spoke their native tongue and let their peers line up with leather straps and force these children to run through and be beat by their peers. So they were being physically abused on top of psychologically abused on top of emotionally abused. Um, so they're... There again, you know, a lot of people will throw. Out, well, you got reparations. No, we we really didn't. I mean, if if we if 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 we really protected our bloodline and we stood up to the government and we stood true to who we were and where we were from, we got zero dollars. We still get zero dollars. We do not exist in the eyes of the law. That is just the way it is. I have no basic rights unless I claim to be something else. I have to claim to be something else in order to obtain a single right in this nation. Um, A nation that was stolen. Um, A nation that was nearly taken back more than once. But that's not told to you either. That's why this story of Metacomet is so important. Um, King Philip, like I said, you know, they like to use his, his English given name because it's more acceptable. Um, you have to understand like the amount of time that these people were going through all of this and, um, they're hearing stories Generationally, of what their families have gone through and what other tribes' families have gone through, and the lies that they've been told, and the way that religion has been used, and um, but they still have a certain code of conduct that they, um, at their core live by, and this is used really to their detriment. I mean, really to their detriment. I mean, when you go to um 1% of your original population, actually we are at less than 1% of our original population and um we own less than 1% of the original lands that we 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 had. Um The the biggest genocide in the world happened right here in America. They just don't want to talk about it.